I look at data, and as you look at it, not as just the data, but the ability to engage with that data, analyze it, and then ultimately report, and the term I use, tell a story from the data. These are key capabilities, not only to engage and enable what we do in supply risk and supply risk management, but also across our businesses in so many other types of areas. You know, one of the things that we see going forward is that data is becoming more and more influential into the success of our procurement organizations of the future. Welcome to the Hackett Group's Business Acceleration Podcast. Each episode shares our latest research, benchmarks, and best practices on world-class performance. Week after week, you'll hear from top experts on how to avoid obstacles, manage detours, and celebrate milestones on the journey to world-class performance. Hi, I'm Laura Gibbons, your host for today's podcast, and my guest today is Chris Sawchuk, Principal and Global Procurement Advisory Practice Leader at the Hackett Group. I'll be guiding the discussion, providing context as needed, and as always, a full transcript for this episode can be found at podcast.thehackettgroup.com. Right, let's get started. Chris, lots of changes on the key issues list this year. Most interestingly, I would say is number two, reducing supply risk to ensure supply continuity. As procurement organizations, we've never seen risk quite so high on the key issues list. Can you talk a little bit about that and how the pandemic caused this to be such great importance for procurement organizations? Yeah, certainly, Laura. It is interesting. You mentioned supply risk. To your point, we've never seen it as a top five key issue or key priority for procurement organizations on a global basis for the 15 plus years we've been running the study. Now, if we had looked at it on an industry basis, most likely we would have seen it in certain industries, supply risk as a top five key issue. For example, financial services at various times since the financial crisis, certainly supply risk and managing supply risk would have been a top five priority for them. But as we look at the priorities this year, and certainly coming out of 2020, you know, what we see is a lot of influence from the events of 2020 in our agenda this year, and, and specifically the pandemic that came over all of us back in the springtime of 2020. And as a result of that, we saw a lot of supply chains being disrupted on a global basis. As the pandemic moved from China to other parts of the world, to Europe and ultimately to the U.S. and to North America, we saw the constraints in our supply chains being disrupted at various geographical points around the globe. As a result of that, and I would say the exposure of some of the vulnerabilities we did have in our supply chain as a result of some of the lack of visibility that we had to tier one and not necessarily tier one, but tier two and tier three suppliers, the focus on reducing and mitigating the risk within our supply chains going forward has increased quite significantly. Whereas the focus on supply risk, as you mentioned, is a number two priority when we look broadly across industry as well as geographies for supply management and procurement organizations in 2021. 
You mentioned visibility in there and how important visibility is to managing risk across the supply chain. Mm -hmm. Our number eight issue this year was improving analytical and reporting capabilities. That brings to mind for me, understanding your data. Can you talk a little bit about how leveraging your data can help you with your risk management practices? Yeah, I look at data. And as you look at it, not as just the data, but the ability to engage with that data and analyze it and then ultimately report. And the term I use, tell a story from the data. These are key capabilities, not only to engage and and enable what we do in supply risk and supply risk management, but also across our businesses in so many other types of areas. One of the things that we see going forward is that data is becoming more and more influential into the success of our procurement organizations of the future. Even when we look at skills, and I know one of the other key issues that procurement organizations are facing in 2021 is just developing the skills of their talent to be able to align with some of the transformational changes they're making to their organizations. You know, the biggest gaps that we find today are in data, it's in analytics, and it's in technology. So when we look at this issue around improving the analytical and reporting capabilities of our organizations, it really comes down to three fundamental areas. One is making sure we have the data that we need. And what I tell most organizations is that your data has to become an ongoing and growing capability of the organization. It's not good enough just to get clear visibility to the spend data that you have from third parties and suppliers to your organization. The idea is to grow that, to grow that into other types of data sources and elements as you grow that data lake that you have to work with on a go-forward basis. So one of the core capabilities of a supply management organization and really the entire enterprise is to continue to grow that data pool that you're actually engaging with. And that's going to include not only data that's coming out of your systems, but data that is actually structured and unstructured, but data that sits outside of your organization, not just from your suppliers and your supply networks, but from social media feeds and all other ways that we can extract data that may provide us insights in terms of what's happening, not only with our suppliers, but in the supply markets that they participate in. So that becomes a core capability, and we have to continue to focus on growing that data, that potential source of intelligence over time. The second stage of all of this is really trying to engage with that data itself because it's a massive amount. And if we continue to grow that, it becomes more and more difficult to engage with that. And this is where the highlight around improving the analytical skills or advanced analytical skills, as I would put it, of our organizations, being able to engage with that data with very robust, advanced analytical tools, whether that be R or even using Tableau, which is based on that as a way to analyze that data and ultimately to visualize what is that data telling us? And once we're able to do that, how do we take the most important dimensions and elements of that data that we've looked at and use it to provide a story, to provide guidance, to provide insight to the business's that we're trying to enable through supply management and improve their go-to-market successes. 
So that's really interesting, Chris. And I, I think what I'm hearing you say is that analytics and reporting and data, they're not just an enabler for mitigating your or preparing for supply risk, but they're also there to help us become a more agile organization. They're there to help us collect all of our insights and report to the businesses so that the businesses understand the, the value that procurement's delivering. They're also an enabler for us to leverage our digital technologies, our smart automation technologies. So what I think I'm hearing is that digital or analytical and reporting capabilities aren't just a key issue in themselves, but they're really an enabler for many of our other key issues. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can almost look at it as a way to build on a foundation that the foundation of our organizations is about data and, and built on top of that data is analytical capabilities to engage with that data. And then on top of that really becomes the whole focus on the digital capabilities that we do to help us to engage more effectively in the outside markets with our suppliers, more effectively internally to allow our organizations to be much more optimal and ultimately to become that digital enterprise or digital supply management organization of the future. The other point that you made was around the people. And so as you look at not only the ability for us to move forward, to enable ourselves, become more data dependent and data enabled as an organization and intelligent, there's the whole digital piece as well. But what we have to do is blend the two together. You know, I always tell organizations that you can't be successful in your digital transformational efforts without bringing your people along as well. And so one of the things that we're seeing today is a lot of focus on upskilling the individuals, the professionals within the supply management organization. How do we provide the skills and continue to upskill them to be in sync with the changes that we're making from a digital standpoint within our organizations? Great. So you mentioned digital transformation. Our number four key issue is accelerating procurement digital transformation. And our number six key issue is modernizing procurement application platforms. Can you talk a little bit about how the pandemic in 2020 impacted these? Are we seeing an acceleration, a deceleration, or things kind of going on the status quo? Yeah. What's interesting is that digital transformation or the focus on digital really started in earnest a, a couple of years ago. And would if you went back to our key issues in 2020, one of the things that you would have found is that digital transformation was one of our key issues. The fundamental difference of what we're seeing this year is the word accelerate. It's accelerating that digital transformation. And the reason for that is the pandemic. You know, the pandemic was a I would like to call it the great stress test for us as supply management organizations, but on a greater scale, our enterprises. And as a result of that, we were able to expose vulnerabilities in our organizations. If you had done a lot of digital transformation and you had new technologies in place, this was a great opportunity to stress test some of those capabilities. Fortunately and unfortunately, in some cases, it worked out very well. In other cases, we did expose vulnerabilities. We saw organizations where their purchase-to-pay processes and some of the de designs they put in place did not work well in this new normal environment, in the pandemic environment. And as a result of that, there were some breakdowns and things needed to be changed. But what it did 
was to rejigger and to recalibrate the priorities of procurement organizations. And so one of the things that we were debating as an organization is what is going to happen? Do we believe, and I know we were having this debate, even you and I were having this debate, is what do we believe is going to be the, the kind of prioritization around digital going forward? Are companies going to step back and say, we're not going to invest in this? Or are we going to go forward? Are they going to be too scared? Or what's going to happen? And when we did our study in May of last year, two months of after the, the real forceful, I'll say, onset and impact of the, of the pandemic within the United States, what organizations told us, a full 77% of the organizations highlighted they would be accelerating their digital transformation efforts. We reran the same study, not exactly, but in that same question within a study in September. And not only was it similar in terms of a high degree, but that 77% increase to over and close to 90% of organizations highlighting they would be accelerating their digital transformational efforts. So what we're seeing going forward is a massive focus on these efforts within organizations, primarily because we understand the kind of impact it will have and the ability that we as organizations need to have. You know, we talk about things like agility. When I talk about agility, agility is, is really focused on in two different dimensions. One is the ability to react quickly to something that does happen. So we had a pandemic. How fast were we able to react to be able to mitigate the damage or the impact on our companies when that pandemic occurred? And number two is, is the predictive nature of agility. Are we able to foretell or predict what we think and get ahead of the game a little bit in terms of what we believe is going to happen? And so it's really those two different dimensions that provide the, the foundation of what agility is all about. And so agility and the need to be agile is enabled by the digital transformation. And as we talk about this, we can't be successful in digital transformation, which allows us to be more agile as an organization to deal with these unforeseen changes, because this won't be the last that occur within our organization. And at the same time, we need to bring our people along to be able to participate in that new environment. The digital and the, the human elements have to be blended together to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for bringing up procurement agility. I think that agility is really one of the key words going into 2021. I mean, you couldn't get through the pandemic without having a strategy to become a more agile organization. And I don't see that changing in the future. So I want to change gears a little bit and talk about corporate social responsibility, really. So our number nine key issue is corporate sustainability goals and procurement sustainability and being able to support those corporate goals. And number 11 was supplier diversity. So can you talk a little bit about how those have risen in importance over the last couple of years, particularly um, supplier diversity has increased in importance within the United States, very much so in the last year? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things I mentioned earlier on is that the agenda and the key issues and priorities for procurement organizations for 2021 were shaped quite significantly by the pandemic and what we faced in 2020. But the pandemic really wasn't the only thing that we faced 
in 2020. What we also faced was a whole focus and a, I'll say a heightened focus on some of the social concerns of our society. One of those in particular was the whole focus on diversification, diversification more broadly, as well as you know, when we think about it from a supply management standpoint, diversification within our supply bases. And so one of the things that we saw this year, even though it wasn't a top 10 issue, it was number 11. Now that is significantly higher than we've ever seen diversification on the list of procurement's key issues as we're looking into the next year. That has risen significantly. Sustainability, when you start thinking more environmental and, and other types of social concerns outside of diversity, you look at that more broadly, sustainability on a global basis has never been in the top 10 in our key issue study. Now, if we had looked at that study, and, and as I mentioned before, if we broke it down into various geographies, Europe versus the US, for example, we would have saw that sustainability was a top 10 issue. What we're now seeing is these are more global issues and global issues that are top 10 priorities for our organizations. So these have certainly increased in focus. We were talking earlier about risk, and, and risk is elevated significantly. And what I see in many organizations and what we do see is that risk has become not only a corporate executive committee issue, but it's become a board level issue within these companies. The same thing has happened with diversification. And the adversity has become not only a corporate executive committee issue, but a board level discussion and concern of these organizations and an imperative. And so as you look at that, these things have risen significantly and are highly dominant and prioritized on procurement's agenda and issues agenda for 2021. I think it's interesting in talking to organizations about these two topics of diversity and sustainability, they've always been on the radar and, and many have always said, yes, it's something we want to do. It's just not a priority. So it's really reassuring to see them move so high up on the list this year. Lots of changes in the list this year. Sustainability, diversity, risk has been a big shift. Is there one last thing that you want to say to everyone as a, a big takeaway? What's the biggest factor in this year's key issues? What's one thing that that everyone in procurement should really be aware of? There's several things. And I think, as I said before, the agenda that we have in 2021 has fundamentally changed. And it's been shaped by the pandemic, the crisis that we felt in 2020. And it's also been shaped by some of the social discussions we've been having as well as a society. And, and so as you see that, and I would say the good news is that our agendas are very reflective and aligned to what our enterprises are very concerned about. I think in the past, when I've seen procurement key issues and the agendas that we've had, what I've seen sometimes is a misalignment between what procurement was focused on and what the enterprise was very focused on. And what I'm seeing today is a very close alignment between what procurement and supply management organizations are focused on and are prioritizing in their organizations for 2021 and what our enterprises are focused on as well. To me, that's the biggest takeaway from this year's priorities and key issues for the procurement organization. Great. Well, this was so informative. Thank you so much for joining me today, Chris. 
Yeah, thank you, Laura. And I certainly appreciated the opportunity to share some insights with you today. Thanks for listening. We'd love to know what you thought of this episode. You can write us an email at podcast at thehackagroup.com. And if you like this episode, please share it. You can find the audio, helpful resources, and a transcript of each episode at podcast.thehackagroup.com. You can also subscribe at Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening app so you never miss an episode. The Hackett Group is the global leader in defining and enabling world-class performance. Learn how we can assist with your improvement journey at www.thehackettgroup.com.